Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins. Today, I am here with Daniel M. Hello, hello. And we are going to talk vision today. And I know you think you've heard every possible talk or practical implication of vision and vision casting and whatnot. But Daniel, what, what, what question are we answering today? Yeah, we're not here to, to talk about what vision is and, or, or, you know, how do you best communicate vision? What we want to talk about is the best time to do it. So in the calendar year in your church, in the life cycle of your church, when is the best time to talk about vision? Is it a set season? Is it a set weekend, a month, or, or is it uh, in, in, you know, a type of service or what are the, the boundaries around the when question, right? Vision is often where right? Where are we going? Or even there's some who will say it's it's a little bit of the what too that is going to get you there. I, I would say that's more strategy. But the question for today is the when around vision. When is the best time to talk about vision? Okay. Um, I would say, ah, uh, I mean, okay. So, so you want to go with the natural rhythms of the church, right? So mm-hmm. it yep. is, January is a natural rhythm of people to, you know, have New Year's resolutions and new things and be open to this type of conversation. You think of the fall or October for when everybody's coming back from, you know, summer. Uh, that would be in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, October in the fall. <laughs> um, but, you know, that that's the time of year when at least churches around here really start to gear up and it's a good time to remind people of what is important. However, I would also say that any given Sunday is a great time to talk about vision. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do a vision series, I would do it around January uh, personally, but what would you say, Daniel? Yeah, I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly that, that, Every Sunday is a the best time. Any Sunday is the best time to talk about vision because people want to hear it. Right. People want to know where are we going? It's one of those things that I think you can't over communicate vision because our default is to under communicate it especially as pastors and as communicators, because you are probably sick of it because you're planning around it. You're talking about it. You're thinking about it. And you're like, yeah, but 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 I, I just did a vision series like a year ago or a few months ago. And and I mean, everyone knows the vision, right? And like it's on our wall or or it's on this brochure and you're you're apologetic, right? Kind of like how most yes. pastors are apologetic about asking and challenging their congregation to give. Right. So in the same way, I think every Sunday is a great Sunday to talk about vision because we just tend to under communicate it. The the best time I would say this, though, it is vitally, vitally uh, important that you understand having clarity around that vision and values is important so that um, you don't make a stretch just to talk about vision, you know, oh, I'm going to talk about vision every Sunday, or uh, I'm going to talk about it this time of year. 
don't talk about vision when it's not clearly connected to whatever else is going on with the church. Like, yeah, you're right. Everything is not about your vision. Like, don't just don't shoehorn it in there because what you'll actually do is, is hurt that vision rather than help it. Um, If you have an opportunity to lift up a story that has happened this week in your church, absolutely do it. That should be something that you ask uh, your, um, People regularly, whether that is lay leaders and volunteers and you're in a, uh, a smaller church or if you're in a larger church and you're lucky enough to have staff, awesome. Have them constantly feeding you um, stories that are in alignment with your vision. This will do mm. two things. One, it's going to give you great stuff to talk about from stage. Two, it's going to help you quickly course correct them when they misunderstand or misapply a vision or value, because that's going to happen often. Uh, you know, Daniel was around Lifeway many moons ago when one of our values was do one more thing. And people interpreted that as, you know, hey, stay an extra hour or send one more email, get one more thing done. And that's not what it meant at all. It was Mm -hmm. about intentionality. The posture of that value was about intentionally doing one more thing to whatever resource you were creating to make it better for the church and more easily to more easy to implement uh and that it was to just be just a little bit more intentional what is one more thing i can do to make this better you know before i ship it out the door and yeah. in like manner if you don't um if you don't articulate what that is and lift up a story that uh that embodies that then you can find yourself deviating and people will start saying, you know, uh, they will start misapplying what that means. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I would 100% agree with you. Don't shoehorn it in. But I guess the the other side of that is, do you even know what your vision is? And are you excited about it? Because if you're excited about it and you know what it is and you can say it off, you know, gun pointed to your head, head you know, point blank, do you know what it is? Can you say it like right now? Say your vision statement. Like, can you do that? And can you pitch it like an elevator pitch to someone and get people excited about it? If you can't, then maybe it's time to rewrite your vision, right? Maybe it's time to enter into an exercise to talk about it and to listen and to do uh, lots of dialogue and, and, and honestly, as the lead pastor, if you're a lead pastor going away and spending time with Jesus and, and discerning and, and doing that not only by yourself, but in community, perhaps it's time for that. Now, going back to the whole, when, uh, I know we had lots of different answers here, right? It's like every week is one option and then you can go seasonally, this is honestly the one question is such an interesting question, Todd, because I think it's so hyper contextual to where you're living and to what you're doing as well. And and what just happened in your church. Right. So, for example, when I lived in Nashville, kids started school in August. <laughs> right. And, and, and August was kind of like the fall kickoff. But it's weird because. August fall didn't feel the same way that fall feels here. So you got to think about the school calendar too. So that's, that's the contextual side of it. But, but I I wanted to share all that because we just came off of a four week vision series at our church. 
Okay. Uh, and if you want to see what that is, you can just go to our church's website, beulah.ca. And it's basically the four sermons in, um, well, it's three sermons in September and the first sermon in October. Uh, we called it not a game of Thrones. And we basically for four weeks talked about, I preached about our vision. Now I'll give you an example as to why we did it then. I became lead pastor in May of this past year. And one of the things that um, I, I wanted to do after becoming lead pastor is reword the vision statement. It was still similar in heart and nature where we're going, but I wanted to reword it for it, it was due time for that to happen. And even the outgoing lead pastor knew that he just didn't want to do it before succession because he knew how weird that could be. So he was actually a part of the process in in re-envisioning and reworking the new vision statement. So as much as I became lead pastor in May, I actually like, we didn't actually do this series until September. And here's why. Right after I became lead pastor, I knew that if I change the vision, you know, quote unquote, change the vision right away, there's going to be a portion of the congregation who was like, oh, you're just, you know, you've just got in the saddle and you can't wait to change things up. Right. What's wrong with the old one? And, <laughs> you know, there are going to be people who say that. And and then there are other people who would probably be like, you know, who does this young kid think he's doing? You know, does he even know? And and there's there's all this. Right. So I actually throughout the entire summer. Talked zero about the vision. We preached through the first two chapters of Philippians, just preached the Bible. And even the series title was nothing catchy. It was literally just Philippians. Right. <laughs> I said to our creative department, because they that's not that's not what it's like. Like that's not Beulah. Like Beulah doesn't usually do that. And even our creative team wanted to call it something else. I was like, guys, guys, no, 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 no. Please, this is very intentional. Let's just call it Philippians. And I actually created this void of vision all throughout the summer. And I was like to the congregation, you guys, you can't misjudge me and trying to change this or change that in, in trying to get, you know, it's like, because who knows, like you do a vision, you do a series about whatever some people might misinterpret it one way or the other. And I was like, if you're going to nail me on the wall on anything, it's preaching the Bible. And I just, just, I'm just going to preach the Bible and we're just going to preach from the text and that's it. And I talked about nothing about where we're going or anything like that. And I created this, you know, June, July, August void of vision. And then closer into August, I was like, guys, as I've been praying and as our leadership team has been praying, we are sensing the Lord leading us um, to just talk about some really exciting things coming up. So we're going to be starting this new series, talking about our vision and where we're going. And that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And then the next week I was like, God, and then I started to build up some momentum and excitement about it. And then bam, you know, week one, our, our, our video producer like created this killer video, killer video in and around just the emotional side of the fact that we live in this reality of, you know, kings and kingdoms and we're all fighting for the throne. Uh, and then we went four weeks talking about our vision. Our new vision is to awaken greater Edmonton to King Jesus. So that's why we did it in the fall. But is every fall vision? No, I don't think so. Is every January vision? I don't think so. I think it really is contextual to the ebb and flow of what's going on in your church. It's good, man. Anything. Okay. So from a resource perspective, I always, mm. if we have a clear resource to point you to 
always want to do that. And I would say, you know, uh, one of the, the best things that you can do is pick up a book called Church Unique by oh, Will yeah. Mancini. It is a, uh, a, a it is a, a little bit of a longer read, but it will really, really help you articulate uh, your vision very well. It's a great to, to do with um, with a group of people. Mm-hmm. If you want something uh, that's a little shorter and sweeter uh, and just part of regular discipleship, Daniel actually has a good little exercise uh, in his book to do so. And then, man, I, I know that we also have things on Ministry Grid. Yes. yes. I was going to say that. Yeah. There's tons on vision. If, even if you just search vision on ministry grid, it's, it's super helpful. You know, you know what other book I found, I found was really helpful in us rewording this, the infinite game by Simon Sinek. Hmm. So Do the book tell, is, Daniel. yeah. So the book isn't a vision book. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. You know, it's not, it's, it's a book about leadership. However, the, the work that he does around a just cause and the idea of organizations having a just cause and how to talk about it from an infinite perspective rather than a finite perspective. There's new, I don't even think he realized what he was doing, but all the stuff he was writing about just cause, like this is way more than the why, like I know start with why is the thing he got really famous on, but, but infinite game, just cause there's such brilliance. And actually the, the theory in and around that helped us identify the words, the specific words to use. Right. And, and I'll give you an example. Uh, Our vision statement at Beulah used to be to reach 1% of greater Edmonton to connect with God, grow through community and serve our world. Right. So it's a little bit of a, a a throw to simple church. Right. What are you doing in your vision and all that? But there's this sense of there's a finite side to it because it was like, yeah, we want to reach one percent, which is still 10,000 plus 15,000 plus. But it's 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 you know, it was a part of the vision. So then I reworded it to uh, our team, reworded it to to awaken greater Edmonton to King Jesus. Right. So it's still both outward in nature, missional and evangelistic in nature, which has been the vision of our church for the last hundred years. But we shifted it from a finite perspective to an infinite perspective into something greater and bigger. So just as an example, lots and lots and lots of resources. And, and you can always go to our show notes to uh, grab those re- the links to those resources, too. So we thank you for listening to today's episode. And, and, you know, we have tons of great questions coming up. But if you have questions in your context that you're like, man, Todd, Dan, Daniel, you know, we gotta, I would love for you to answer this. Then we would love for you to send that in. You can mention us on any of the socials at Todd Adkins, at Daniel Sangi. Uh, I, I don't know Dan Iten's, um, uh socials off the top of my head, but uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Or you can go to podcasts, you know, your Apple podcast app or any of the other podcast apps. Rate us, review us in the review, mention the question, and we would love to get to that on a future episode. Well, thanks again for listening in uh, and we'll catch you next time. 